As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every hundred days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. And we'll be doing things just like that. In fact, we'll be taking a vintage car ride through the French Riviera this summer. And we'll be truffle hunting in Florence in the fall, to name just a few of the experiences so that I can give you a feel for it. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly Montenegro Murgatroy, that actually rhymes. That's an alliteration. Did I say that correctly? An alliteration, Kimberly Montenegro Murgatroy. All right, that sounds fun. Take a deep breath. Guess what? What? We're actually in Montenegro right now. Are we? We are in Montenegro. That's so weird. I didn't know. Look outside your window. What do you see? I see a giant bay with massive mountains all around it. So yeah, we're in Montenegro, kids. All right. So you're having me do this podcast, not in the way that I like to do my podcast. This is not how I like my podcasts. How do I like my podcasts and how are you making me do this? Uh, you like them with notes written in front of you and bullets. And this one, you're not getting that. 
You just didn't get that. Robert. I feel like I'm sitting here in this chair, uh, free balling, doing the best that I can to answer. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is, um, since I don't do well in this environment, I am going to make you lead me in whatever it is that you want to know, because I need a direction and, and I don't have a direction. I, f- I find that I am a, a good interview subject. I think I'm, I'm, uh, when somebody interviews me, I think I'm good. So do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Just do it. So I, what I thought we would talk about today is kind of where we're at in Montenegro, but not, you know, the, the history and all that stuff. More why we're here, because when we were in Mykonos, we had one hysterical night that I think my abs are still sore from with our friends, Darren and Tony, talking about coming to Montenegro. And, you know, a lot of people have no clue where Montenegro is. It's basically just south of uh, Croatia and Bosnia. It's in the old Yugoslavia. And, you know, when we tell people that, they're like, okay, why are you there? And why are you there for two weeks? And Rob and I were having this conversation with Darren and Tony um, over a few cocktails one night in Mykonos. And Darren and Tony are our besties that we've been traveling around the world with for the last mm, 10, 15 years. Yeah, something long time, like that. Long time. And Rob was dying. He was like, I think she's taking me there to kill me. <laughs> and the conversation was just so funny. And, you know, you had such trepidations about coming here in general and coming here for two weeks because we're in an Airbnb. We're in an Airbnb that is actually a home with a yoga studio on top of it. <laughs> All right. So hold on, hold on. You're, you're, you're going way too far. So if you're, if you're asking yourself, how does, how does Montenegro and all things Montenegro um, relate to me? Let me, let me put this back in perspective for you. What we're, what we're talking about here, I don't care if it's Montenegro or Montenegro. Okay. It could be Kazakhstan. It doesn't matter. The point is that we made a decision because we're in hiding. Explain why we're in hiding. So, well, but that's the point. So the point was this. I knew we were going from six months of reaction. You know, when you're in reaction and you're not in creativity, you're not in flow. No, no, like, no, no. That's not, before we get no, to no, that, no, no. I'm, I'm explaining why we're hiding out from I know. the government. And I, I'm trying okay. to do that. How much coffee have you had? For real? Oh my God. You know, you know, I can't stand this noise. Oh my, it's on my 23 and me. All right. So we were in six months of reaction. Rob sold the clinic. We were moving to Europe. We were doing this four months. He was building his mastermind podcast, my business, kids, packing up our stuff, leaving Atlanta. Like it was like boom, 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 boom. It was like, you know, being constantly hit with like a Nerf ball. It felt like I was constantly reacting. Nerf ball? Yeah. Like I felt like I was playing dodgeball. Do they still have Nerf balls? Yeah, of course. I felt like I was just nonstop playing dodgeball and for six months. And then we packed all our stuff up and then we moved and then we flew, you know, to Monaco and then we land in Monaco and it's like, boom, mastermind, four to five days. By the way, Monaco and Montenegro sound alike. That's where it ends, (laughs) but continue. But continue. So we landed in Monaco, helicoptered in, and it was like straight up, boom, mastermind, we're in. And 20, 20 people flying over where, you know, whining, dining, entertaining, experiencing all of these things. And then we 
leave there and we go straight to Mykonos and Mykonos with our friends. It's like this beach, that beach, on, 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 on in its vacation mode. And again, we're just going and going and going. And I knew that after six months of, you know, dodgeball followed by a mastermind, followed by the crazy of Mykonos, the late nights and all of that, that we were going to need a reset and we were going to need to reset our business, our bank accounts, our body, like all of it. We were going to just need a rest. And I knew I needed a place that was off the grid. Mm -hmm. You found it. (laughs) Off the grid. And that was going to not have so many distractions. Mm-hmm. You found that too. <laughs> that was going to pull us away from the reset that we really needed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're resetting. <laughs> we're resetting. Solitary confinement can do that too. But go ahead, continue. <laughs> so it was. That's what the purpose of this was. And I, Robert, was I smart in what I did? I what I created here for you. Honestly, I'm not ready. I mean, I know I'm you're... not ready to talk about how awesome you how awesome you are right now. But here's here's what I am here's what I am going to say. I'm going to I want to explain I, I want to explain it from a slightly different perspective. Okay, so we're yes we're coming out of uh, I'm a little bit more comfortable, you know, in the glitz and glam. Yeah, I mean it's it's like I feel you know it's like an old shoe. I feel like mm-hmm. I you know I can slide into I, I slide into home base. Is that what you do? It feels it feels comfortable for me. We can tell you've never played baseball. So. When I get to Kazakhstan, Montenegro. I, sorry, you you land right. My first. Um, well, we landed in Dubrovnik. Yeah, and you were not. So he was to set the stage. He was really nervous and confused because every time, what would happen, Rob? Every time you told someone you were coming to Montenegro for two weeks. Well, first of all, after they, there's two camps. One is is that in Jamaica, right? Is that Montego? No, it's Montenegro. So. I.e., they have no idea, and then the other camp is, oh, Montenegro's nice, but for like two days, for like a day or two. Like, why are you doing two weeks? So, because we're doing four months in Europe, we have to stay out of what they call the Schengen countries, which are slightly different from the EU. Not all countries are Schengen countries who are in the EU, but the point is, you you can't stay for long longer than ninety days. So we have to in a row. So we have to leave for a period of 30 days. And that's that's one of the reasons why we chose here. So anywho, we land and we have to go through, we land in Croatia and we have to go through the border to get into Montenegro. Oh, and, let's talk about that. And my, uh, my Let's talk about that because uh, that I'm, was super fun. We actually had to go through three borders, Croatia, Bosnia, and Montenegro. Okay. And they were like all within five minutes. Well, I have no idea which of those three borders we, we were in. That you in, almost got arrested at? But I get through and my wife tells me all the time, look, um, if you follow me on social media- He's always on. You like my social media, right? You like my Insta stories. You like my, <laughs> my, uh, my videos, my posts. And if you don't like it, don't tell me because I don't care. But here's, here's the thing. I'm constantly trying to bring you information that is different and fun. (laughs) And so you can be a part of it. So my wife is always saying to me when I, you know, we're going through, uh, 
we're going through a new border, put your phone down. No, you see he's if- the guy that when you go through passport control in the airport and there's like 9,000 signs or customs that say no using your phone, he's the guy taking the pictures, okay? So I was the guy taking the pictures and I'm going through and we're, we're creeping up in the, you know, it's like a, you know, it's a toll booth kind of thing. It's a border, like an outdoor border on the, on the highway. And uh, as we're going through, I wanted to take some pictures. Now I wasn't, you well, no, no, no. I, what I was trying to do was I was trying to take a picture of the border. I was. Oh my um, god! I was we're gonna, still getting arrested. No, I was. Gonna, no, I was going to say I was. I was trying to take the mountains, but in that case, I wasn't. I real. I was no, trying. That was to, your lie. I was trying. That was my cover. I was. <laughs> I was trying to show that you know. Look, we're going into whatever. So I take the thing out. My wife's like, put the phone down. Don't then the men then then the men then then I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. Men, you feel me? Just you know, they're like, stop. You Ladies, know. you feel me? So I get to the border, the guy, you know, doesn't speak a whole lot of English, but enough for me to understand. Then we go back and forth, passports, please. Here's my passport, stamp, 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 stamp. Takes a pause, takes a beat, looks me in the eye and says, were you filming? Were you taking pictures of the police? Were you, that's what he said. Were you taking pictures of the police? And I said, no, I wasn't taking pictures. Oh, I was for my Instagram. I'm sorry. You can't do that. You were taking pictures of the police for your Instagram? I said, no, I wasn't. And no, he goes, no, I wasn't. I was taking pictures of the mountains. Okay. Oh, that was the cover. That's right. That was the lie. Yeah. And um, I got this look and I, have you ever had that moment where, you know, it can go one of two ways. Either he's going to get out of that vertical coffin that he's standing in (laughs) and walk into the car and handcuff me. And I was going to be in the gulag for the next 30 (laughs) days. And my wife was going to try and have to bail me out. Or leave him there. Or, (laughs) or (laughs) it was funny. Or he was going to let me go and I was going to have to deal with a worse punishment, which, which was my wife um, for, the next, right. for the next hour and a half telling me. And my wife was actually pretty cool about it. I turned around and I said, go ahead, go ahead. It was kind of like, uh, I don't know what they call it. What do they call it when those people have a to- wet noodle? No, would have to whip themselves. Yeah. You know, those, uh, those monks in, in like- uh, Flogging. Yeah, flogging. <laughs> yeah. I knew I was going to be flogged for a period of time. No, but the best is we're driving out and we're driving down the road and I- hijacked Rob's phone and did a little Insta story because we had to go then go back and delete the stories that he did in the event that he tagged like I'm at the border like moron and we'd be you know arrested so I'm Insta storying and I'm like and then Rob lied and he's like I didn't lie and then we got peanut gallery in the back Sophia going dad you lied you know you lied big baby you know you lied all right so so moving along from the moving along from you almost getting arrested moving along from the border we go we we go Mm -hmm. from the border and we start working our way into uh into Montenegro now on, on the plus side when you come into this place I mean, for those of you that have been to Southern California and seen the Southern California mountains against the water, you know, it's a spectacular drive. This is the same vibe, but like a hundred X, like the mountains are so much closer, so much bigger. The water is so much more unique. It is, uh, if you know, follow us, follow us on social so you can see some of the pictures. It's really, really spectacular. It's okay. really stunning. Now with that, I don't know what the average age of the person listening to this podcast is, but it won't make any sense unless you do this Googling. Google Wendy's Where's the Beef Swimwear uh, not not Google, YouTube, and watch the commercial. It's 30 seconds of your life that'll change your life forever where they were promoting the where's the beef. I still don't exactly know what that has to they do with promo- it. They were promoting that you want to have choices 
and they had a Russian woman on a runway, like an older, you know, heavier set Russian woman on a runway. And they were like, go ahead, day wear. You know what the word for heavy set is? It just hit me. Zoftic. Look that up. Zoftic. I think I'm right. A Zoftic woman. All right. Which is a big gal. Someone listening. You yeah. Can, we'll, you can, we'll, you can check it. You can check them on All that. right. So she comes down the runway and she goes, uh, Eve, the guys at the- uh, Day wear. So imagine, imagine like- Oh my God, this is going on way too long. Hold on a second. Imagine a, uh, a runway like fashion show and the guy's like, okay, time for evening wear. And so the lady comes out and she's, you know, has one outfit and she's holding a flashlight. And then the guy goes, swim there. And she comes out, same outfit, holding a, holding a beach ball. Well, if once you get that mental picture of that sort of, you know, Russian, Baltic, Yugoslavian, former Yugoslavian sort of look, it's, it's, it's a brain tattoo, right? It's, it's etched in your mind. You can't get it out. Okay. So now back to the mountains and coming from the border, you come into it and you have swim there <laughs> like Everywhere. on steroids. Okay. Women in bikinis and men in speedos with hair in places that you didn't think could be in places. It's crazy. So in other words, it's not his norm. All right. So let's just be kind to everybody in the world. Oh, they're, right? they're wonderful people. Don't, they are. don't confuse me, but, 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 <clears throat> but it is along those lines. Let's all right, be honest. So, listen. so we come in and again, Rob is nervous about this two weeks and I keep telling him we're going to need this. We're going to need this. And I already know he's nervous. He's frustrated. First thing is we get into this area called Kotor Bay. Now, Kotor Bay is just that. It's a giant bay, all these mountains around, and we're staying in the bay area. So now our phones don't work. And so we're driving around and we don't have a signal. Meanwhile, I'm supposed to message the lady to meet us at the Airbnb to let us in, show us around and all of that. And we go down... Uh, we finally find this place, which is, you know, when they send you a PDF with the directions listed out in the PDF of where to go, what to look for. It's like you're driving down this road that is kissing the side of a mountain and you could go into the water in any second and there's barely anything stopping you from going into the water. So in, in the road is about the width of one and a half cars but sometimes a bus comes by. So that makes it even more fun to try to like not die. And we get through and we're looking for, wait for it, a sign, literally a sign on the side of the road that says Yoga Boca House. And Rob is like, oh no, we're staying in a yoga studio and which is like my dream, right? In life. So he's like, oh God, this is going to be crazy. So we find the sign. He has to go find one of the swimware that's down in the beach to be able to ask them, hey, our cell phones aren't working. We need to communicate with the person that's supposed to meet us. And he walks down and he finds an, a really nice lady that happens to know exactly who we're looking for. So, you know, I say to her, hey, look, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm renting an Airbnb and I'm looking for this lady. And she's like, this is my friend. No problem. I'm going to help you. So I was like, okay, cool. Now, in the Airbnb, they mention that there are a lot of steps. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now I want you to take him. He's been he's been flying and then driving. Almost got arrested at the border. There's swimwear everywhere. He's already kind of nervous about this. And she's like, "We just have to walk up this hill, 
Rob and I look at the hill, we're like, oh my God, like this hill is, it's, what do you think? It's like an 80% grade. Like yeah, on this so hill, go, it's like the most massive hill yeah, so that you've if, ever seen. So if you're listening to this at the gym right now and you're on the treadmill, take it up vertically as high as you can go, probably 15.0 and then double it. So you're, you're basically, <laughs> you're basically walking up a wall. Okay. So that's, that's what you're after. So the lady says, okay, you know, this is uh, this is my friend. I'll, 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 I'll call her. I'll go get her for you. You know, we'll, we'll say her name is uh, Vivian. So, um, so Vivian comes out now ask me how much English Vivian speaks. Yeah, right. Exactly. Nothing. All right. (laughs) So now I have realized that we're traveling for four months, four months. We travel light, but you can only travel so freaking light when you're traveling for four months. Okay. And you're traveling with a traveling podcast studio and a four-year-old, right? And all of our supplements. So there's only so much, (laughs) there's only so light that you can travel. So that means that we have four pretty big, heavy, 60 kilo. I don't even... I'm, no, 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 no. How no, many no. pounds are they? They're, they're probably 40 to 50 pound, three 40 to 50 pound bags, one 25 pound bag, and then three carry-on style. All right. So now... And a, and a yoga mat and a pillow. <laughs> okay. So, so now she says... You uh, got to come up this hill. You got to come up this hill with the, uh, with, with the luggage. And I look at the hill... And I'm like, I, I just, I honestly don't know how I'm going to do it. So I put, I, I'm wearing flip flops because it's 420 <laughs> degrees here, right? So I come up the hill as I'm wheeling the hill up. Have you ever had the thong? I don't know what else to call it on the flip flop that comes off. So that the thong, so imagine I'm going backwards, pulling up 50 pounds in like a reverse sled. Like if you were sledding, I'm reversing it. I'm going up backwards. And while I'm going up, the thong on my flip-flop comes off. And then I go, I go sliding with the sweat on the bottom of my feet and, and, and the, and the, 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 uh, the, the bottom of the flip-flop, I go sliding off. Like I'm at a slip and slide show. Okay. While, show. yeah, show while, while, the, while I'm trying to pull with the left foot, the luggage all the way up, trying to hold the luggage so it doesn't tumble down to the ladies at the bottom of the thing, watching me, watching the gringo go up the thing and go like, what the hell is he doing? So finally I have to figure it out. Now I have four more of these that I have to do and I'm not even halfway up the hill with the first one. Okay. So, so Kim is comfortably tucked away, stairway to heaven up at the top of the, uh, the mountain. We're going to get to you in just a second. Okay. So now, now I'm coming all the way up the hill, my heart is banging out of my chest. You know when you have that heart that's banging that your blood vessels are going with it? Okay, so now I got the whole thing. I'm, I can't breathe. My heart is banging. My carotid arteries, I'm, I'm bordering on a stroke. So I get, to the, I get to the top of the thing and the lady says, um, we're going to put it in the elevator. I'm, oh, like, no, oh, no. I'm like, oh, thank God they have an elevator. This is amazing. Hold on, hold on. I don't understand. So we get them up the hill and the lady goes, well, there's just five flights of stairs. Okay. It's not five flights. It's the equivalent to a to the fifth story in a building. Okay. So there's 155 stairs. Rob knows that because Sophia makes them count them every single time we go up or down. All right. So now, so- now I'm the hunchback in Notre Dame coming up the top <laughs> of the bell tower with go- going up to whatever these, uh, these steps are. Have to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth but to get the not, luggage up. But he, so there's this makeshift thing. Meanwhile, now I have my carry on Sophia 
And the woman that doesn't speak English brings up, brings me and Sophia up to the top, uh, to the house. And it's 155 stairs. So of course, Sophia did it. She was like, what is this? But she did it. My heart's beaten. We get to the top and there's this like, it looks like a ski lift. That's the best way I can describe it. It looks like a ski lift. And it's like this metal thing that goes down the the mountain, <laughs> like ski lift style, to the to about three quarters of the way down. Now Rob has to get the luggage from the top of the hill to where the ski lift thing will pick us up and bring the luggage, not the people, but the luggage all the way up the house. Thank God, by the way, that existed. Otherwise, I all right. So here's what quit. here's what you didn't see. What you didn't see <laughs> is the woman giving me directions with Daz and Nietz. Okay, as I'm going, <laughs> as I'm putting the thing on. So this quote elevator, which is basically a metal grate the size of a manhole cover <laughs> that is supposed to carry the four luggage four luggage eye on top of each other. So I take the first piece, my back I've I've herniated L3, 4, and 5 at this point. So now I'm lifting in the broken flip-flop, sweating with flop sweat all over my body. Put lift the thing up over my head, put the luggage on it, and, it and I have off. I have to yell to uh, my wife Sophia Loren at the top <laughs> of the terrace and go, "Okay, hit the button so the thing can come up to you." And the lady's like, "Yet, yet, yet, yet." I'm like, "What's what?" And she's like, "Put the rest of the luggage on." So she made me stack onto the size of a manhole cover four giant pieces of 40, 50 pound luggage on top of it. As I'm putting them on, they're falling off and I have to relift them on for yeah, have you ever have you ever tried to, to to do a functional workout with luggage over your head and put it on? Okay, it's really freaking hard. All right. So I'm put I'm putting it on and as I'm putting it on, she's saying to, now now the luggage is on, hit the button. I hit the button and Kim slowly, and by slowly I mean one tenth of one mile an hour, <laughs> the thing is going up. And while it's going up, the luggage is falling off one <laughs> by one, and she's telling me, pick the luggage back up and put it on better. Okay, in in Yugoslavian, because I don't know what they speak here. So I'm putting it on. Now I am completely soaked and putting it on. And Kim's up there hitting the button at the top of the mountain. I don't even know how many steps are ahead of me yet because I've only gotten to the, to the point of the elevator, which should never be called an elevator. So we get, so you can tell he was really happy at this point, right? Because he was expecting the worst and then pretty much in his head got the worst, right? So now we're, we're basically in a jungle so there's a lot of bugs and flies and, you know, not flies, but like mosquitoes, that kind of stuff. Which I love, which <laughs> I'm actually moving to Southern California because I love entomology so much. I want to be around bugs. Oh my God. So he's flying, he's flying. So he's got these things. Now we finally have them all on st steady and I am lifting it with the the elevator thing to the top. So now he has to schlep himself up the up the stairs, up 155 stairs. So by the time he gets to the top, I can tell by his face that he is not 
really excited. Oh, it's an Iron Man. I mean, you're you're literally <laughs> going through, you know, you see these strongman contests and you see these like, you know, Russian bulls that are like lifting up, you know, anvils over their head. That's what the first round of this triathlon but stay was. Stay with us because this is this is going to turn, okay? There's going to be a turn here, but it's not yet because he walks up and as the the luggage is approaching its final destination at the top, he looks down and he sees a cat. <laughs> And now Rob is deathly allergic to cats. When I tell you allergic, the, the, I get, I get, what do they call that? Whelps? What do they call this on your hand? Hives. hives. I get hives on the palm of my hands. Okay. <laughs> That's how throat, allergic I am. And his throat closes. And so yeah. he goes, oh, great. And there's a fucking cat. <laughs> I couldn't control it. I was dying inside, but at the same time, I could see that he was not really excited and, you know, this place that we're staying in, it's a regular home. It has a kitchen. The family lives here. The reason we chose this is because, and by we, I mean I, the reason I chose this is because the rooftop has this magical deck that is for yoga. And it looks out over the bay and all of these big mountains, and it is so magical. There's fruit trees in the back, apples, figs grapes everywhere, plants. I mean, it's really stunning and beautiful. And I, like I said, we needed, I knew we needed this reset and that's why I chose this. So he comes inside, drops off the luggage and he said, all right, we got to, we got to go get some wine and some dinner. (laughs) I was like, all right. So we walked now down 155 steps and walk to a local, what they call Canoba. Now, by the way, if they had a bottle of wine in the house, I would I would have been drinking that bottle of wine <laughs> from the bottle on the steps <laughs> on the way down to go get the next bottle of wine. <clears throat> so we walk down these uh, 155 stairs down the, the hillside and we walk down the street and find a Canoba, which is a local restaurant fisherman thing right on the water. We sit and... You know, the guy comes over, hands the menu, brings the wine. Thankfully, the wine was really good. It's a local grape here Rob's never heard of, and he didn't actually care at that moment. I think he just wanted to mainline that shit. But he sat down, and I saw him kind of like relax for a second. And we had a great dinner. The view was absolutely spectacular. Sunset, we're sitting on the water. I mean, it was amazing. We come back to the house walk up 155 stairs and now it's night. So now we're getting like bit by the mosquitoes, which was not so awesome, but that's okay. And we walk in, the cat's walking around outside and Rob's like, is this an indoor cat? What's going on? So I read through the PDF that she sent me and found where it's an outdoor cat and we just feed it outside and stuff like that. He woke up in the morning and Rob, I'm going to let you take well, it. Before, because- before, before I woke up in the morning, how about the shits from the night before from the dinner at the Canoba? Why, no, you are, you, why are you leaving because, that part out? Because that was they, like- I had fish stuff with fish. <laughs> no. What was that? It was like, it was like a pierogi that was like stuff with pierogies. It was like, I don't oh. know what kind, it was like. Do no, you want, that was, I was, that like, was not the first night. That was like four days later. I think I had the shits the first night, but go ahead. What was it? I think I've had the shit, shit, shits every night, but go ahead. Tell me what the next story was that you want me to tell? So you, you have a good night's rest. Thankfully we had good AC. You had a great night's rest. And Sophia has her own little room here. We wake up in the morning. You're like, is there coffee? And I made, 
I made this coffee. Oh my God. It was called black and easy. <laughs> like well, you got, some things was, just don't translate. It was the black is beautiful coffee. It was no, real. It was black is easy. Okay. <laughs> That's literally what the coffee was called. And it was Turkish coffee. So it was like sediment left over in the bottom. And Rob was like, this is just not okay, but I'm going to drink it. So, but what I want you to do, because this was a turning point. The reason we're telling you all of this one. Okay, I, guess, I woke, I woke up that morning no, 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 no. with with allergies oh that my eyes, you know, when you wear the glasses <laughs> where your eyeballs go <laughs> all the way out, that's what my eyes look like prior to having the black and easy coffee. But go ahead. What's the good part you want me to tell? No, Robert, you, he's playing now because he knows he's playing it up, but he was irritated to say the least, you know, he's no, got, was I, <laughs> his eyes are swollen and shut. He's got the shits. He's got the black and is easy coffee, which I'm sure helped the case. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to do my morning routine. I'm going to do my journaling. I'm sure he had a lot to journal <laughs> that morning. He had to do his meditation and he left with me sitting here, like now I've kind of lied to him telling him we're only here like 14 days, but really we're here like 18 days. Yeah. I've learned something about my wife. (laughs) I learned when she puts the word like in front of something, that's the lie part. Okay. Go ahead. Continue. Don't spit you. Don't spit your tea out. So she says like 14 days. Okay. I, I, I was, I was, I, I clocked about 18 hours at that point and I went, okay, so now I'm doing the reverse. You know, when you go on vacation and you do the reverse math and you're like, I only have three days left. I'm doing the reverse, reverse math. And I'm going like, oh my God, I have 14, thir- 13, 13 days, seven hours left. Except for the fact I'm lying to him because he really has. Like- and then I looked down at the calendar, you go, when are we leaving here? And she gives me the date. I'm like, that's 18 days <laughs> from today. So anyway, and I keep reminding him gently, we're using this as a rest, as a reset. So he says, I'm going to go meditate and I'm going to go do my morning routine, my journal. I'm going to get a workout in. And so he leaves and he goes out and he goes into the garden and he begins his routine. And Rob, I want you to try to be honest here because you came back into the door very different than the Mr. Grumpy that walked out. Okay. So here's the flip side of it. The flip side of it is what I learned about myself during this process is that I am very much hard. I am very hardwired, as I think a lot of people are, but I think me especially is very hardwired to step into the familiar. I like to do things that I'm comfortable with. I like to put myself in a, in a bubble of luxury. <laughs> I like to put myself in a bubble of bougie. And what I discovered is that I have been insulating myself in my travels, no matter where I am. If I am in, you know, Africa, I am going to find an environment that is going to be around people that, you know, are in the same socioeconomic level as I'm in that like to do the same things that I like to do that likes the conveniences of a hotel that I like to have. And it doesn't matter if I'm in Rhode Island or if I'm in Marrakesh, I'm going to find roughly the same kind of environment. Water seeks its own level, right? So the problem with, yes, the problem with that, that I've learned is that when, when you're in that same environment, there's no growth. And there's no new brain neurosynaptic pathways that are formed because you're just sliding into the familiar. 
And so forcing myself to slide into something that I'm very unfamiliar with, like the story that we just told, has lit my brain up in a way that it has not been lit up for sure for a, a, over a, over over a good ever. Um, <laughs> and that has forced me to realize that if I want to grow and I want to become better, then I need to step into a different, a different way of thinking. The brain learns from mistakes and surprises. I've learned from Joe Dispenza. Well, I gave you a lot of surprises. And you gave me a lot of surprises. Like, surprise. We still have two more weeks. <laughs> and so what I said was, okay, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to step into this environment and I'm going to roll with it and look for the positives that I can find and try and slide into those positives. And so what I did was the next morning, I was like, you know, fuck it. I'm just going to go up and I am going to go, uh, and by up, I mean, I'm going to go, uh, climb up the, uh, the steps, um, <clears throat> from where we're staying right now to, she built, like Kim said, she built a spectacular rooftop yoga studio. It's an outdoor rooftop yoga studio with an awning facing the water, which has the backdrop of the mountains behind it. And I'm going to do my morning journaling and meditation uh, in that environment. And as I went through the first 10 minutes of the meditation, going deep into the meditation that I was in, now, I was just- this, Was this after you journaled how much of an a-hole your wife is pro- putting you here? Probably. <clears throat> and then I sort of like, you know, half opened my eyes to look out. And when I did that, you know, we don't have to get into this here, but one of the things that I've learned in this meditation that I'm doing is when we are in stress and we are extremely focused on one thing, our minds have very convergent focus. And that convergent focus is only thinking about one thing. So when I'm looking out at the mountains, my mind has this divergent focus. And it's my gaze is wide. And when my gaze is wide, it's allowing the left and right hemispheres to open up in a very, very uh, different way. So we are, we have, we've probably pushed the limits of what we can do with this podcast because we have um, a little baby. uh, No, it's all good. It's all good. So I'm like, just to give you, you, people always want to know like the behind the scenes, so Sophia is obviously here. We don't have like a child care for her while we're traveling in Montenegro. And she just yelled from the other room, mommy, she wants some more hummus and pretzels that I gave her. So yeah, I'm literally walking around the kitchen right now, um, podcasting <laughs> and uh, getting a little snack together for the baby. But you know, the whole point of the of the story that we just told you is that, you know, sorry for the crinkling of literally the pretzels. I apologize. So the whole point of the story that we just told you is that, you know, sometimes, like Rob said, I told him the night we were dying laughing in Mykonos about uh, what was going to happen in Montenegro. I told him there, I said, your whole purpose in your mastermind is to take these people, these high-level entrepreneurs, and to take them out of their 
their current environment and put them in an environment that forces them to grow, that forces them to expand beyond their job and to expand beyond their their work because that is how you actually become inspired in spirit. You know, inspired, my husband taught me, means in spirit. So that's how you actually become inspired by putting yourself in environments that are that cause you to grow. And because Rob only, you know, seeks the thing, the little, the little bougie bubble he likes, he's not doing that growth himself. And so I told him, I'm going to put you in an environment that's going to force you to grow because this entire four month trip is very on the fly. This is not, we, I mean, obviously it's planned out and we have places that we're staying, but this is not Rob's norm. This is something that he's quite frankly, probably doing because I'm pushing it and I love it. And, you know, living in Atlanta for the last however many years, God, I've been there since 2001 and living in the city, I have realized how much I miss the, the, the world and how much I miss the mountains in the sea and, you know, a lake. I just miss nature. And that's something that you know, his bougie self doesn't really, like he grew up in Queens, so he never had nature, you know? So he's not accustomed to that. So I'm forcing him into some of these different environments over the next four months to help him grow because I know it's also gonna help me grow and help Sophia grow. So what I'm really proud of is he came back down after that meditation and he said, you're right. I don't know how you knew it, but this is exactly what we needed. And that night we went out and we had dinner at another Canoba that probably gave him the shits and talked about what are we trying to accomplish here in two weeks? What are we trying to, what is it that we can focus here and do the work and create? And so we created a list of goals that we want to accomplish by the end of the year, by five years and all of these different things, things that we learned and brainstormed in the mastermind, things that we worked out with our friends, Darren and Tony and Mykonos, different ideas for our life and where we want to take it and how we want to do things and things for our businesses. And, you know, we, we came here. And so we have this list of things that we want to accomplish by the time we leave here, these plans, these formats, and we are doing it. And so I'm so proud of you, Rob, for looking at this and saying, I'm going to take what's positive about it and I'm going to use it to help me grow and help me become bigger and better. And I'm just really proud because you're so far outside your comfort zone that, you know, it's starting to get comfortable. So now, you know, on the first day when he saw the cat, I told him, I said, you're going to need to get some allergy medication. So we don't usually take any medicine, but we're going to need some allergy medication. He was like, nope, nope, nope. By day three, he was like, I need to go to the pharmacy. So we got allergy meds. And he was like this damn cat. And now, literally two weeks later, not even two weeks later, he and this cat are BFFs. The cat follows him wherever he goes outside to do his meditation and his morning routine and his workout. Rob's feeding the cat at night. I mean, if Rob could, I mean, the cat's on indoor cat, but if Rob could, he would bring this cat in and probably sleep with it at this point because, and let him curl up on the bed because you're BFFs now, right? 
Yeah, which I mean, is look at how much <laughs> growth that is. Which is really, really hard to say. You know, as you, uh, which is really hard for me because I hate cats. Um, but this one is just well, something, you used to hate cats. I used to hate them. Um, That's an old story. That's an old limiting belief you've been telling yourself. It's going to burn that one in the fire. <laughs> you know, look, this podcast is getting a little bit long, um, but I'll 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 leave with uh, I'll, I'll leave with this. You were right, and I was err that that this is something that I absolutely needed. And here is the thing that I've gotten mostly from, from this, uh, from this experience. I, I have a tendency to go, go, go and to achieve, achieve, achieve. And sometimes in doing that, you don't take the time to be thoughtful about your life to be thoughtful about the why behind what you're doing. And you certainly don't take the time to execute on those ideas that you're trying to create. And what this has allowed me to do is all of that. And so in the morning, to give you an example, and we maybe we'll do this on another podcast, but in the morning, when I'm thinking about, I'll give you an example of what I mean. So I've got um, a 2020 mastermind that I'm uh, in the beginning stages of planning, right? We've got a couple of different uh, countries that we're going to go to and where we want to go. But because we're taking this time and I have this beautiful environment, I'm not, you know, sort of sitting in a coffee shop somewhere or sitting home and, you know, executing a to-do list. I'm dreaming. I'm visualizing. I'm stepping into experiences because my state of mind is different here my environment is different here. And so I'm thinking about- This literally makes me want to cry. Like, this is what I want. And so This I'm, is what I wanted. This was my goal. And so I'm thinking about when we're in XYZ country, which I'm not ready to reveal yet. I'm thinking about the faces of the mastermind members coming in and the experiences that they're going to have. And that's what I'm tapping into. And that's- the connections that I'm having now. So I thank you. I'm like literally tears in my eyes because, you know, it's so hard to take the the queens out of the boy. <laughs> you know, it, it really is. It's really hard to- Oh, I can be a queen. <laughs> it's really hard to teach the old dog a new trick. You know, he is- um, Can we let them go now? I'm really proud of you. This has been a long time. Thank you. I love you. I'm I really love you. proud of you. Okay, bye. All right. Bye everyone. See ya. You hang up first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 